Vigo, the scourge of Carpathia, the sorrow of Moldavia, command you. Oh, command me, Lord. On a mountain of skulls in the castle of pain, I sat on a throne of blood. What was will be, what is will be no more. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Simon. My name is Harrison. Harrison, how are you holding up these days? I'm a mess. Are you uh, hiding away from the fires? Yeah, yeah, they're right yeah. outside my door. Everybody's always calling me like, oh my God, everything's You keep on. it safe? Yeah. I'm like, you realize how big this fucking whole county is, right, guys? You know? <laughs> have, but have you actually also, been getting central, a lot of... Los Angeles is largely shielded from fires. I don't know if you've noticed Well, this, the urban area. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just because of the way the hills are, there's kind of like... And if sometimes if you go up to Griffith Park, like while this is happening, you can see the kind of a ring of filth in the sky where the smoke is kind of stopped from going into the... Central LA. That is interesting. Yeah. I guess I didn't notice that. Yeah, just because the way that the land is. Well, you know, have you been getting a lot of uh, concerned phone calls from loved ones? Yeah, texts. And oh, stuff. texts. Yeah, they're just like, "Are you keeping yeah. safe?" Yeah, and it was like it was before I even like somebody was my sister wrote me before I even read the news. I'm like, what the fuck are you? I didn't even know the fire yeah, was yeah, going on. I didn't on even yet. know what was going on. And there was like, it's, I don't know, a few days ago, my phone just started screaming at me. Did, you, did that happen to you? It's like, like an Amber Alert, but it's like, beware, there's smoke. You know? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't even. Wait, well, who's your carrier? T-Mobile. God, dude, AT and T doesn't give a shit. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a shit yeah. about us. God, no, I didn't hear anything about that. However, uh, they don't care about black people. <laughs> um, we did have a. Uh, a fan here, a couple fans actually were messaging us about it, but this mm-hmm. guy, Justin Young, posted on uh, the, the, the group page, Sick mm-hmm. group page, he said, California is burning, are my favorite hosts okay? And the first person to respond was uh, Marty here, who says, do you really see them as the outdoorsy types? I'm sure they're safe in their inner city hovels. Yeah. And you know, he's, he's got a point there. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, in urban LA, kind of like Koreatown, Hollywood, those areas, central LA. There's no fires over here. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like it, it, the fires can't really get here because we're surrounded. It's kind of, we're kind of in a valley too. It's like there's the valley and then there's a mountain range and then there's another valley. Right. Yeah. Sort of that's, that's pretty that's much. LA. Yeah. So, we're, so this whole fire is in the mm. other side of the freeway. It's mm. like the, the west side of other side of mountains. LA. Yeah. I mean, the other side of mountains. So it's mm. like if you go over there, like in my work in, in uh, Glendale, you can actually smell the smoke because it's a little closer to that valley. Right. And you can see it, but you know you still don't see any fire. But it's like the people who live like deep in the valley, like in Silmar or even Ventura. Yeah. I mean, that's where well, the fire, that's there. where it's happening. That's like a whole other area. Yeah, it's a whole, whole I mean, that's not, even, is that, that's not even that's LA not in anymore. LA County. Yeah. But dude, it's crazy. I mean, there's hundreds of yeah. miles, like 128,000 acres mm-hmm. have been burned. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's still going. West side, Santa Monica's there's some shit going on over there. 
Well, Malibu. Even, well, what's great? Malibu and mm. Bel Air. Did mm. you hear Rupert Murdoch's home is burned? <laughs> His billion-dollar mansion. Yeah. It's like, uh, there's some uh, poetic justice. Yeah. How's that feel there, Rupert? Keep spreading your lies. You'll feel God's wrath. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's insane, though. And, and there's, like, uh, the Santa Ana winds are making the fires, like, uncontrollable and, like, allowing it to, like, hop over freeways. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like got down to San Diego County. I don't know if they've ever had a fire this volatile. Remember those old cartoons when fire was like, it was like a, a droplet of fire with legs. Just little legs. And, and yeah, you just running run around and you try to like hit it out with a broom <laughs> and it's running all around, get, catching everything on fire. That's pretty much what's yeah. happening now. Mm-hmm. It's it's just kind of running around, jumping jumping about. But yeah, like, I mean, you have like, uh, you know, billion dollar mansions mm. and like um, billion dollars, billions of dollars of real estate in mansions in Malibu, Palomesa, Bel Air have just been completely destroyed. Mountain lions are on fire and they're running yeah. around. They're they're closing schools. Yeah. I, I found I found that to be kind of bizarre. Like here, it's like yeah, we're fire day. We're closed because of fire day because mm. of smoke inhalation. Whereas like you know we we get, we used to in Michigan get like snow days, right? But here it's like fire days, <laughs> and I imagine it's just going to get worse. Mm. Um, the the best thing I read though is uh, there, so there was a viral video. A lot of people were concerned about. I mean, a lot of people were concerned because I knew, like, even at my work, a few people had to evacuate their homes. Um, but I've seen a lot of posts on social media about, like, the animals, the wild animals that are mm. being displaced by the fire and trying sure. to run away from the fire. So people have been posting that you should put buckets of water and food out for them in your in your driveway mm-hmm. and in your backyard. And you got to bring your dogs into the house so you can mm. let the animals start freaking out. Which is great. I mean, you should mm. be concerned about the animals. It's it's a terrible thing. The fires, uh, also terrible that humans are you know having to be evacuated from their homes. Uh, but then uh, this one video went viral of this man who just was driving on the highway and he pulled over and he saw this rabbit trying to. He was kind of he was kind of running away from the fire, but I think mm. it was confused. It was like a wild rabbit, and it was like running by the inferno. I mean, I don't know if you have you seen the pictures of it. No. It's insane, dude. You mm. drive down the 405, mm. and it looks like fucking Mordor. It's like flames just like everywhere. Mm. Like I, I think it was NBC that posted uh, a video of like a, just a car just driving down the 405, and it's mm. just like everything is on fire. Wow. I mean, it just looks like Mordor. It's horrible. But anyway, this rabbit's running around getting, you know, trying to avoid the fire, and this dude pulls over. He's wearing a hoodie. looks like a, like a California stoner. Mm. He's like, like the dude, and he jumps out. And uh, he's trying to chase the rabbit, and he finally grabs it. He like pulls it up into his chest, and you could hear the um, an off-screen voice who is filming the video saying, "He's saving an animal. He's saving an animal." And so this video went viral. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone's going out, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, this is so beautiful! This man's act of selflessness." Except for Slate magazine. Slate, Slate runs an op-ed. Such a buzzkill, Slate. They really yeah. are. Like Slate just has to rain on everyone's parade. Yeah, they're so serious. They take themselves so seriously. Beyonce think pieces and what have you. <laughs> yeah, you know? and they 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 mm. just yeah. That, that's the thing with Slate. They they mm. they are just Slate's the reason why we have Trump. Yeah, it's because uh, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I think they I think yeah. they are. Um, they created the backlash to the PC movement here. But anyway, Slate Slate publishes this op-ed saying how this man is no hero. 
Okay. And that, you know, they don't know his motivations for saving the rabbit. He, made it, he might have been in shock. He could have been traumatized. Well, that rabbit could go on to be the next Hitler. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. You know we don't I mean, know. What, we, have no, we have no idea the effects his, to the space-time continuum this guy this might have made. What's this rabbit's agenda, you know? We have no idea. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, Slate says they don't blame the man the video. But mm. what they blame is the people who are spreading this video widely and casting him as a hero. Yeah. Had the man caught fire? Wouldn't bystanders or people in cars had to, had to help him? What about the emergency responders? Wouldn't they have had to help him? I mean, several people have, could have ended up injured or worse, died because they're trying to save this guy who is trying to save a rabbit. Mm. And so here's Slate just freaking out about this video. It's like, hey, don't don't watch it. Don't spread it. Don't share it to people. He's no hero. It's like, come on, dude. Let him save a fucking rabbit. Calm down. Yeah. It's not a big fucking deal. Also, it's like rabbits live for like a year. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, who cares? Honestly, and, and to be honest, like if he didn't say the someone else, something else would have eaten that rabbit. Right? Yeah. Aren't they just food for hawks or whatever other exactly animals? Exactly, they are coyotes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what that's what would have happened. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's insane this mm. fire, and it still hasn't even been contained. It's I, still I going just, right now. I just saw a picture. Yeah, it does look like Mordor. And the most I ever see is I remember sometimes whenever there's a fire, sometimes when I come out of my apartment have a cigarette the sky will be like purple almost like um that's like, smog like eternia no. oh yeah i've seen, I've seen. <laughs> during certain fires you know it looks like fucking eternia it, well, what's weird yeah. about it is uh you'll see it at night yeah you, i mean because during the day mm. you'll see like the gray smoke but at night you'll drive around and it'll just be like this like kind of weird eerie orange glow yeah and yeah sometimes it looks kind of purple and red mm. you're like wow so half the fucking Half of, half of Southern California is on fire right I now. I want to drive up there and check. The, I wonder if this tra is probably traffic, right? You know, I don't know if mm. it's still mm. as uh, as you know egregious as it, it was. It looks amazing. I mean, yeah, it, it looks amazing. It looks like Mordor. It's like yeah. everything's on fire. Yeah. So it's, it's insane. I don't know if it's still like that on the 405, but it used to be. You can count on my axe. But anyway, yeah. uh, and answer your question, Justin. Uh, yeah, Harris and I are, are fine. Mm. Um, we... I don't tend to ever go into the, you know, go into the showiness of nature. I, I couldn't care less about walking around. I had to evacuate all of my horses. <laughs> all the horses on my ranch had to evacuate them. All your you race know. horses? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. Mm -hmm. That is terrible. Um, yeah, so uh, anyway, we're fine. We're, we're hiding away in our inner city uh, hovels, you know, in our mm. dimly lit yeah. studio apartments. Just watching porn my human centaurs all died yeah in the fire that, that's that's a shame yeah but anyway let, let's this is a buzzkill you yeah. know i i hope it okay. i hope they're able to contain it and i hope people don't lose their their homes and that more rabbits don't die because you yeah. don't want the rabbits to die but let's switch to something a little more humorous okay all right, all right let's just, let's let's switch gears here and let's talk about ghost sex mm. yep. ghosts ghost wasn't sex that, wasn't that a justin timberlake album Ghost sex? Ghost sex. Yeah, it was a good yeah. one, yeah. Mm. He, he has sex with a lot of ghosts. He does. Um, He's bringing it back. So there were two women this week mm. who have claimed to have had sex with ghosts. One woman claimed to have sex with like 20 ghosts. Wow. She's a ghost slut. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I don't want to slut shame this lady. I mean, whatever. She can have sex with as many ghosts as she wants. Um, that being said, I don't know if I'll go there after that, though. I don't want sloppy ghost seconds. What happens when you... Um the, the morning after you uh, fuck a ghost slut and then you ghost on her. 
<laughs> then you like ghost go, on her. <laughs> yeah, like what happens then? So if you ghost the ghost slut? Yeah, you ghost the ghost slut. I have no idea. Mm. I don't know if I've never done it. Mm. should see what happens. Um, so anyway, I read two, two, two articles this week of women who are claimed to have had sex with ghosts. These women have ditched real-life men to have sex with ghosts. Hmm. I read that headline, and the first thing I thought was like, great. So now we have to compete with the deceased. I know. Awesome. That, that's just, that's perfect. Yeah. You know, it's hard enough trying to meet a girl on OkCupid or Tinder or Bumble, and now we got to compete with the, the deceased. Yeah. Is there like a, is there like a ghost Tinder? Um, like a paranormal dating site? Oh, if there was, I'd be on it. <laughs> so wait, you, you can go have sex with a ghost? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to see a movie with a chupacabra later tonight after we're done. So. Um, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the cryptozoology dating site. Yeah. Um, so what did you think of Justice League? <laughs> mm, yeah, I thought so too. Um, that, that, you know, that's the one thing about, uh, about ghost sex in general it almost always is a woman who experiences ghosts. How many Correct. men do you know that have been like, God, oh, dude, I just stooped this ghost last night. Right. I don't think I've ever had a guy friend of mine being like, oh yeah, I banged a ghost yeah. when I was sleeping. Because it'd be like, yeah, no, 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 you just rolled over and fucked your pillow. <laughs> you know, that's actually what happened there. But yeah. women, have, mm -hmm. you know, I've actually had a, two girlfriends who've, who have said that they, well, one voluntarily had a sexual experience with a ghost. Another one said that she well, was like raped she saw by a the ghost. Go Explain this to me. She was saying that uh, she claimed that she had had a visitor. This is at, this is at her house. like her. By her, the way, you're not sounding very good. And if you get me sick, I'm going to kill you and then have sex with your ghost. You probably right? will, actually. Yeah, yeah no, so, I, think, I, think I, got, I think I got contaminated by all these people who are going into work. And, and instead of working from home, which we can do when we're mm. sick, they just feel like they have to go to work. Mm. You know, I don't understand that attitude. Shit birds. Yeah, I'm planning on Monday. If I still feel as sick as I do today, I'm staying home. But right. anyway. No. Um, so she, her aunt and uncle lived like somewhere in like Seattle or somewhere outside of right. Seattle. And she would go to their house. And she said that every time she'd go there, even when she was a kid, she would see like these paranormal beings or this like she she was like yeah i could see a presence i could feel an energy mm. she's like i could feel an energy and like a lot of i don't know in my experience i've had a lot of girls say that they felt ghost energies and she said uh one time she was up there she was sleeping and she felt something rubbing her back mm. and then she said it was warm and then it just she's like yeah and then when she goes i woke up i felt like i'd had an orgasm hmm I was like, what do you mean? You had an orgasm when you woke up? She goes, no, I just, I had that feeling of having just had an orgasm. She got an orgasm from a, from a back rub? What is she said it started with a back rub. What is this, a Mark Ruffalo rom-com <laughs> or something? Going she on said it started with a back rub. Okay, yeah. Led to full-on ghost sex. Okay. But the other, uh, my other girl, the other girl that told me this, mm. the girl I had dated for a while, actually, mm. she said when she first moved into her, like her first apartment after college, I was like in the basement of this, this, uh, of this house. No, no, this is involuntary oh, okay, sex. Okay. Like yeah. she, she claimed that she was raped by a ghost. The back it, rub is the voluntary. The one. back rub was okay, voluntary. Gotcha. Yeah, she said that she. Yeah, she's so. Um, I don't want to tell say her name, but she had moved into this house. She was living in the basement, and she said the first night she was there, she woke up in the middle of the night. She said she felt this heaviness on her chest, mm. and then she said she felt like she couldn't speak. Even though she wanted to scream, it was hard for her to breathe, and she could feel something inside of her moving in and out. Oh, my. And so I was like, did it stop? And she goes, well, yeah, it was, it was only like maybe a minute. Hmm. 
and maybe a minute and a half. And she's like, and then after that, she's like, I just felt this like energy just go off of me and then it was done. Mm. And I was like, what time of night was this? And she's like, in the middle of the night, like maybe three or four in the morning. Mm. It's like, okay. And so whenever I hear these stories, it depends on my relationship with the girl. If it's just a friend of mine, then I'll be like more skeptical and probably like ask her a lot of questions. But if it's a girlfriend of mine, I don't want to get in an argument with her probably because sure. I want to have sex later. Yeah. And so I don't want her to be like, you don't believe my ghost stories. <laughs> and then like, that's the reason why we don't have sex. So I'm just kind of like, I try to be like, you know, I don't want to say feigning empathy, mm. but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I'm kind of like, oh, well, wow, that's... That's intense. Mm. Tell me more about That's your intense. ghost experiences. That's always the response. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's intense. Yeah. So these stories feel seem very similar to the ones that I've experienced. Like, have you ever had ran into this where you've you've known women who have had ghost like paranormal experiences with ghosts? Yeah. Wait, no, I don't think you've ever you've never had any girlfriends that have been like. Nope. I've seen a ghost. Uh, you know or what? I've had Maybe, like a sexual experience. No, with a ghost. not sexual experiences. I think I've had, I've had girlfriends say they saw a ghost. But have you had? Like, an- oh, it was my grandfather in the mirror or whatever. You know, some shit. You know, that's happened a couple times. But no sex, no ghost sex. Yeah, I've only heard ghost sex from two two girls. But I've known a few women who have had like experience with ghosts or okay. claimed to have felt ghosts. Hmm. And I just kind of, I don't know. I, I sort of like bite my tongue and just sort of move on. Yeah, sure instead of uh, disputing it. Anyway, uh, this woman here claims she had amazing sex with the ghost of a 19th century man. One woman says she had amazing sex with the ghost of a 19th century man, while another says she left her fiancé for a string of ectoplasmic encounters. Hmm. 20. 20. 20 ghost encounters, this wow. woman. Um, so- Amethyst Realm is her name. Wow. Is that the name of a woman who you would think would say she had sex with a ghost. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. It's like as soon as I met someone named Amethyst yeah. Realm, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, you've probably been sodomized <laughs> by a ghost at least once. Sounds like she was born in a crystal shop in Sedona, Arizona or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm sure I'm going to hear about the ghost sodomy. Yeah. Uh, she's 27 years old. She's a spiritual guidance counselor from Bristol. Mm. Uh, she said she'll never go back to men okay. because spirits leave her more satisfied. Mm. She says she's had sexual encounters with 20 different ghosts since leaving her fiancé 10 years ago. And she now hopes to find a ghostly lover to settle down with. I wish I'd saved my ghosting joke for now. But I already, <laughs> I already used it up. I already used it up. Yeah. She described what it was like to have sex with a ghost uh, on this show called ITV's This Morning. I imagine it's like probably Fox and Friends in the right. UK or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she said she would entice paranormal beings into her home by wearing lingerie. Oh, because okay. ghosts love lingerie. Ghosts love it, yeah. <laughs> Just ghost lingerie. <laughs> Why did the Ghostbusters do that? Like Venkman put on some lingerie? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like instead of having to use the mm. whatever those blasters that they use to entice the ghosts in the box, just get some sexy lingerie. Yeah. That might Dan, work. Dan Aykroyd in a banana hammock. <laughs> she says it started off as an energy. I guess as I got used to it, it became more physical, and I started to feel pressure on my thighs, on mm. my arms, as well as breath on the back of my neck. Hmm. But it always felt safe to me. Yeah, that sounds real safe. Right. You know, if, if she, she said that her fiancé, who worked away from home for weeks at a time, discovered she was mm. cheating when the ghost apparently showed its physical form to him. 
He came home from work a day early, and he says he saw the shape of a man through the spare bedroom window when he pulled up. So yeah, your ghost slut wife was probably banging like twenty ghosts. Was this the nineteen? What, what did the guy look like? Was he nineteenth century guy? You know, they they don't go into oh, okay. de- she doesn't go into detail. He had, a, he had a handlebar mustache, and he was riding a a, a penny farthing bicycle. That's how I knew he was from the nineteenth century. Uh, she says, I think it was in love with me too, and it wanted me to end the relationship with my fiance. If you ever had a woman terminate a relationship with you because she claims she has a ghost lover, mm. would you want to continue the relationship and see where it leads? Or would you argue with her? Or would you just be like, I'm out of here? Like, what would your reaction be? It's hard to say. I mean, I would, I would probably move towards a three-way in that scenario, you know? <laughs> I, I, that's just me, but I, that's what I would do, you know? <laughs> That's um, definitely like you know one of one of my few caveats for a for a MMF scenario. If, if one of the parties is a ghost, is a ghost, totally then it's cool. Fine. Totally All fine. Right. Yeah. Well, that might work. Yeah. Uh, imagine, wow, DP with a ghost. Yeah, that could be interesting. Uh, she says, "I've got no interest in men now. I've done a bit of research into phantom pregnancies, and there are possibilities where you could have the ghosts of a child within you, but people don't know how to carry it on to full term." Whoa, so if a ghost fucks you, you get pregnant with a child ghost? Well, according to Amethyst Realm, yeah. who I don't know how much stock I put in her, her research. Is it the ghost of another baby that was aborted or something, and then they just transfer it? No, I think I it's, the ghost, I think it's the ghost sperm. But a, a ghost is a, is a dead person. You can't make a ghost. Like <laughs> well, a that's what I'm wondering. Ghost. It's like, so what Casper you, was a fucking child at one point. So you if know? you carried it to term, what comes out? I don't know. Like, yeah. is it just like a bunch of air? It's a bunch or of slime. It, yeah, just a bunch of slime mm. comes out. Do you go to a? Do you get like a doula or like a doctor to to deliver your ghost baby? Yeah, I think so. And then you could just put put the slime inside of like a doll, and then it could walk around if you play. You know, if you play, I'm walking on sunshine for it. <laughs> you know, you can get the doll to walk around like in Ghostbusters too. I don't think this woman has to be too concerned about real men. Um, following, you know, courting her, following in love with her, because it's like if she's talking about having a ghost baby and being in a serious relationship with a ghost, I think I'd probably be like, yeah, I don't know if you're dating material. <laughs> I, I might hook up with you just to, you know, just see what it's like. Yeah, I mean, she's not bad looking. Yeah, I mean, she's kind of attractive. Well, but I don't know. Like, how does she know? It's these a bit are, mental. These are ghosts and not uh, incubi, right? Incubus. How does she know it's not just Bill Cosby? Right. That's yeah, right. He was go- ghost dad. <laughs> he, yeah. Wasn't he a ghost? He, he was, was a ghost, ghost dad. Yeah, ghost dad. He was ghost dad. Wow. Yeah. I so. think it was probably, I think she probably got ghost ghosted by Bill Cosby. God, if that guy could turn invisible, we'd be fucked. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Could you imagine? Um, <laughs> you know, but the, the, supposedly, you know, the, the, the incubus is the male spirit that fucks uh, ladies at night. And then the succubus is the female, the female spirit yeah. that fucks, you know, dudes at night. But what I've heard is that, um, you know, a female succubus has sex with a guy and then he shoots his load inside of her. And then she's like, peace. She leaves, turns into an incubus. So changes form, changes Wait, they can gender. shift? Yeah. Suppo- uh, well, one theory says right. this. Uh, turns into an incubus and then goes have sex with a chick and blows that dude's load inside of the woman. So it's actually like a transporting human sperm, like a, you know, like a birds and the bees type scenario, but with fucking demons. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. So then what happens? The baby, do the, is the baby born a demon? 
part or like demon. a half breed. Oh yeah, it's like a half demon. Huh? Yeah. So I wonder if the same thing works with ghosts. Half Polish. Um, I, I love how it's like she's heard of possibilities where you could have the child and carry it to full term. <laughs> I wonder if she goes to like a doctor, like a ghost obstetrician or something. And then you, and then she's just going around town with an empty stroller. Like, <laughs> Say hello. This is little, my ghost, little Julie. You know, <laughs> it's, it's oh, you mm. can't see my baby. Because my baby's invisible to the human eye. It's a ghost baby. It's like, okay. It's like when I first started hanging around with Lenora. And Does I'd she have a ghost a baby? No, but she had the dog in a stroller. Like a goth stroller. She put the dog in the stroller. Because it was injured or something. Oh, yeah. I so forgot about that. around in a stroller. Yeah, her dog yeah. got uh, run over. So we'd be walking around Vermont and she'd have the stupid fucking goth stroller with a dog in it. That is really weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least there was something physical in it, though. Because that would true. you have an issue if this is like your, you know, your ex or your sister? Or I'd something? horrifically just back up and I <laughs> keep backing away until I was in another country. <laughs> so anyway, another woman, also in the United Kingdom. This woman's a, she lives in a remote Welsh cottage or Welsh city. Uh, you know, I can't even pronounce Citadel. These, these Welsh, Welsh Citadel. cities. Okay. Um, she says in a remote Welsh cottage, she claims that she had amazing sex with a ghost. Mm. Her name is Sian Jameson. Uh, she's 26 years old. She had sex with a handsome man uh, she had spotted in a historic painting. <laughs> uh, she had come moved... out of the... Is it Vigo? Is <laughs> that's, it Vigo, that's what the I was thinking. of evil? Oh, my God. Um, she had moved into a fully furnished 16th century home after breaking up with her boyfriend of three years. She left London saying that... <laughs> Everywhere I went reminded me of my ex. I needed a fresh start. And then she began having erotic dreams. Mm. A few months after she had moved in, she woke up early one morning to find a dark-haired, very good-looking young man lying next to her. I am the scourge of Carpathia, the sorrow <laughs> of Moldavia. I am Vigo. <laughs> he was fully clothed in a loose white shirt, a neck scarf, and old-fashioned breeches. Hmm. As I faced the wall, I slowly realized I wasn't asleep, and suddenly, I was frozen with fear. I felt a hand on my waist, but the touch was strange. It was light and cold. Okay. She said she, she knew instinctively that he was a ghost, and that she recognized him as the man in the painting. Right. She's like, then they started to make love. Hmm. He was very gentle, stroked her body tenderly. During the lovemaking, I sense all kinds of, kinds of things about him. His name, Robert, when he lived over 100 years ago. Hmm. He had ghost herpes. We didn't speak. It was as if he was communicating with me telepathically. His body was soft and light. I was joking about the ghost herpes. That wasn't... Oh, okay. <laughs> well, if, I mean, wouldn't they be cold? It'd be like, basically just like fucking, a, you know, somebody made of lube, you know? It feels like they'd well, be they're really They're not cold. slimy, are they? Yeah, they're ectoplasmic and cold, like lube. I don't know if all goes. I, I just imagine it would just kind of be like, yeah, it, it just feel like nothing. Although mm. apparently you can get penetrated hmm. by these by a ghost. Okay. But I find it interesting. It's like during lovemaking, I don't even like anyone talking that much during lovemaking. I'm all, you know, say a few things like, you're so hot or whatever. That's fine. But like, I don't want to have a full on conversation. Like, my name's Robert. I lived 100 years ago. Hmm. I was a bread maker. And uh, I have ghost herpes. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's like they're having this whole discussion. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. I think she's seen, you know, do you know that, uh, that's, 
that Scottish show that's really popular amongst a lot of uh, my girlfriend loves it. A lot of women love this show where it's like this woman goes to Scotland and she goes back in time and hooks up with some Scottish guy. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I've never seen it though. Uh, it's, Outlander. It's Outlander. It's yeah. the most boring show I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've, I've had to watch more than three episodes at least more mm. episodes. Than I want to tell you yeah. about, but anyway, I think this girl probably watched like binge watched six episodes of Outlander cause she mm. broke up with her boyfriend She's feeling lonely, kind of horny, and now she's having these like visual like hallucinations about the characters in that show. Hmm. Doesn't that seem more likely? That does seem, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So she says that uh, you know they didn't speak. He was communicating with her telepathically, and even when he moved on top of me, pressing down, he almost felt weightless. It was strange and amazing. Yeah. Okay. Do you think he did a money shot that was just like ectoplasm? <laughs> I wonder if it's just like a full on like I think like, so like uh, like Slimer in Ghostbusters did you have those, that shit when you were a kid like the, the slime the toys that's, yeah the, the, where, where you get the little you know uh, the little tubs of slime yeah, yeah. <laughs> did we all have that yeah well it was weird because I had the, the Ghostbuster one and then I also had like um, you know like He-Man you know how you didn't have the He-Man play sets you got Castle Grayskull I had Castle Grayskull yeah. uh, I had that one that was the shittiest one there's Snake Mountain also. I never had that, but and I then wanted e- it. Eternia playset. I never, I, had, like, I didn't even know about like that. Monora- it's like a giant fucking lion head building with like a monorail. And you could, if you had all of them, you Did could, you have that? You could, no. My friend had, I was so jealous. Wow. And you could connect all three places with the monorail. So you could get on the monorail at Snake Mountain <laughs> and take it all the way back to Castle Grayskull and then go back to the Eternia um, Hall of whatever the fuck. Whoa, that's yeah. crazy. It was awesome. It that was must have been taking up like half the yeah. room. And Snake Mountain had like a microphone. For some reason, the snake was a microphone. Like, well, hey, welcome to Snake Mountain, guys. I'll be your giant snake this evening. <laughs> Who lived in I'm Snake a- Mountain? Like Skeletor. Skeletor. Oh, Skeletor lived in but Snake Mountain. But there wasn't really anywhere to live. It was just kind of like a mountain with a giant snake. Like, Wait, I, I don't know where he lived. I thought where Skeletor he- lived in Castle Grayskull. No, the fucking bird b- bitch lived in there. The sorceress. The bird woman. Well, wait, did, did Skeletor want to take over Castle Grayskull? He did. That was his whole thing. That was his whole thing. Oh, and then yeah. what about uh, Adam, like the really gay He-Man? Yeah, and that was the weird thing because, first of all, He-Man's like, I, well, it's called He-Man, right? We know it's very gay. But <laughs> when he was Prince Adam, he wore like a pink tunic and he had kind of a fruity page boy haircut. Yeah. Right? Like and a, then when he turned into He-Man, all of a sudden he's like shirtless, but he's wearing a leather harness. Leather, like, and like, like uh, he's like, going to your fucking brother's bar or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> he would be. He man would be very popular in my brother's bar. Yeah. So he like turns into like from a bottom into a top when he turns from <laughs> Prince Adam into He Man, basically. <laughs> and I remember I had this. I had the the Hordak slime pit, which was like the Hordak base, which is this thing where it's like He Man gets captured. And then he gets trapped in this, I don't know, weird little cavern thing. And then this giant monster opens its mouth and spits fucking slime all over him. So you have this basically green, it's basically green semen. And it's, <laughs> it's poured all over He-Man. He's got like these big bulging muscles and the slime's going all over him. And I remember doing it. And looking back, it's like, why? Why, why yeah. put slime all over this muscly man? It doesn't make it like what? Is that when you first got a boner? Uh, uh, Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And that's how I learned to masturbate. It just made no sense (laughs) looking back on it. What I don't understand, where does Hordak fit into this whole thing? I thought he was She-Ra. No, there was a cross. There's like a Venn diagram I could make you, right? Where you got got Skeletor, you got Hordak. Sometimes He-Man would fight Hordak. 
But where's She-Ra? Did She-Ra fight Skeletor? She-Ra's in another dimension, and they're bro- they're siblings. But She-Ra's in like another land. Who's the, okay, who's she was the given main up for adoption. baddie in She-Ra? Hordak. Okay, Hordak. Also the Snake Men, though. The Snake Men were also a, a big enemy of She-Ra's. Oh. And He-Man never fought the Snake Men, but He-Man would sometimes fight Hordak. I can make you a diagram of this. Okay, well, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is very confusing. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, yeah. So, yeah. so I wonder if that's what the uh, the money shot looks like. Right. If it's like he finishes in her face and it's just like Hordak slime. Right. And then she's like, God, that was the best sex I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, she says, in the end, I told myself it was just a very vivid dream. I put it in the back of my mind, forgot about it. Hmm. But then they made love again in the morning. And then he just got up, got dressed and just took off. The he guy got- just full on ghosted her. No, with his clothes, ghost clothes. How do you mean? He got dressed? Well, he was wearing like 16th century clothing. Right. He had like yeah. a loose fitting cotton shirt, which but I he guess he them, took off. Would he put them over a chair or something? And were they glowing like? Yeah, I think they were glowing like clothes? ghosts. Yeah, okay, like it was right. ghost clothing. Mm. Uh, she says that uh, she followed him when he got dressed and was mm. taken off, and he was just like, "I'm out of here, later, mm. bitch." Mm. And th- that's something she goes. He appeared one more time after that. It was nighttime, and I was just drifting off to sleep. All of a sudden, the duvet slid off me, and I could feel a cool hand running up my thigh Hmm. under my nightshirt. And uh, it wasn't Al Franken, actually, this time. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Could you imagine ghost Al Franken? Yeah. That would be scary. Uh, She said she knew he wouldn't be back, and Hmm. she sobbed after he'd left that night because she had fallen in love with him. Why did she know he wouldn't be back? I don't know. She says Hmm. that uh, she just faked, I guess she had her intuition that this is the last time. Uh, she says she's now in a relationship with a living man. When I first told him about Robert, he thought it was kind of funny. Right. He reckons it was just a dream. Yeah. But I know it wasn't a dream. It was real. So that's what I'm saying. Mm. I bet you her new boyfriend's like, I want to continue having sex with her, so I'm not going to ridicule her for this stupid ghost fantasy. Right. So I'm yeah. just going to be like, yeah, it's kind of funny, but wow, that's intense. Yeah. <clears throat> and just nod and just kind of like, well, that's a crazy experience that you went through. How, I wonder how far she followed him down the street when he left the house. Well, she said she followed him down the stairs and he was oh, just down like, the yeah. stairs. Okay. But could you just be in like, I thought you- like down the street, like, where are you? I, stop following me. I'm going to the apothecary. That's a Tesco now. It hasn't been an apothecary since Yeah, like, where else is he going? Yeah, like, what is he doing? I don't know. It, it's just, yeah. it's just, she's probably like, I have to go gonna... to the haberdasher. She's like, aren't you going to call me back? Mm. And he's like, no. Yeah. I'm done. Mm. Just banged you and, like, take off. It ghosted her. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, she says the sex was good, if not better than any sex she's ever had. Okay. She goes, just don't tell my boyfriend that. Yeah. Well, it's in the news, so. I know. So go. I wonder how he feels about this. It's like, okay, mm. my girlfriend is fucking insane. Yeah, it's pretty whack, wackadoo, that stuff. I mean, yeah. if my girlfriend told me about it and, like, and she was going in the news talking about it, I think I'd kind of be like, yeah, it's fine. Actually, I probably would say what you... I'd be like, yeah, we have threesomes all the time. It's yeah, amazing. Right. <laughs> like, we make an Eiffel Tower. Yeah. It's great. I'd, like, um, I'd give a ghost a hand job. you know? <laughs> I would. Uh, experts say that uh, the experience of making love with a ghost might feel real to the person. The specter sex always happened either early in the morning or late at night when she was waking up or just nodding off. Mm. So what a lot of experts, this expert that they talk to here, a psychotherapist, Tina Redzowitz, she says it's well known that particular types of hallucination occur during the transition from wakefulness 
to sleep. Mm. It's called hypnagogic hallucinations. So they either happen during the transition from wakefulness to sleep or from sleep to wakefulness. And stress, anxiety, and depression or trauma can make people more prone to this form of hallucination. Hmm. So I'm thinking she just broke up with her dude. She moved Mm. to this Welsh cottage. She has to deal with all these Welsh people on a daily basis. That would make me hallucinate about getting uh, boned by a ghost. Sure. Like, could you imagine? Hmm. Just having to go out. Like, I bet you she probably, this is probably what happened. She moved to Wales. She's living in, in this new city, left London. She's like, you know what? I'm, not, I'm bored. I'm going to go out to a Welsh club. How bad could it be? <laughs> she steps in this Welsh club and she's like, holy shit. These people have no teeth. I think they're all related. Yeah. And at least half of the men here have had sex with livestock. And then she goes home. It's very sobering. Yeah. She goes home. It's traumatic. She's stressed Mm. out. She realizes she's never going to have sex with any of these Welsh men. Mm. And that's why she starts hallucinating about the guy in the painting. (laughs) You know? It makes total sense to me. Anyway. Mm. uh, People's episode 613 here, Sick and Wrong. We have news coming up next. We have phone calls after that. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sick and wrong. First story we got here came in from Mike. He says, she sounds like a keeper. Jilted ex ripped open boyfriend's testicles with her teeth when he refused a threesome. I wonder if this guy had ghost testicles. Yeah. You know, it's been a while since we've done a good testicle ripper story. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if... It, yeah. No, we've, we've had some okay. on the show. Every now and then you get... Because that's the thing. It's like, you know, our testicles pretty much are the most vulnerable mm-hmm. appendage, yeah. I guess, in our body. It's, it's our... Achilles heel, Achilles heel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so it, what tends to happen, mm. you know, it's like you, you know, if a woman's mad at you, you get in a fight with your girlfriend or something, they almost always go for your nuts. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then they could just rip them out or rip them off. So it's like every, right. you know, occasionally I, I, I would like, I think it'd be interesting, like uh, sick and wrong archivists out there. I wonder how many stories we've done where men have had their testicles, one or two ripped out of their uh, nutsack. Yeah. Probably a lot. We've probably done a lot of stories like this. I've come close. I've come very, very close, as, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> a jilted woman ripped out her ex's testicle with her teeth after her demand for a threesome was rejected. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I mean, yeah. think about what a woman must look like for you to reject her threesome mm. request. Yeah. Uh, Nunzia Delvisio, 43 years old, claimed she had been acting in self-defense when she went on a drug-fueled rampage, smashing up the victim's flat hmm. before sinking her teeth into his genitals. Was this a, a, her boyfriend, or was this a guy she just, you know... I think it was her ex. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think it was her ex. Hmm. Uh, she had been guilty of assaulting 44-year-old Marcelo Palma at his Edinburgh home uh, last year. Cops raced to the scene after ambulance crews were called by the victim, who needed 15 stitches. That's kind of, it seems, I thought you'd need more than that when you get your nut ripped out, mm. but hey. Uh, he told officers that 
he had had a mm. testicle ripped off by the woman. Uh, police found Del Vicio outside the flat with blood all over her teeth and face. She also had injuries to her eyes and bruising on her face. She told officers that he hit me, so I grabbed his balls. Mm. Which, which makes sense. Sure. You know, it's like, uh, makes sense. Uh, the police described Palma as being fairly distraught. I like that, fairly distraught. You just had your fucking nut ripped out. Yeah. It's got to be more than fairly distraught. With a uh, bedroom in a state of disarray and pools of blood on the floor and the walls. I was trying to stop her from biting my testicle. And if you think about this... Well, you did a piss-poor job, buddy. <laughs> well, you, you think it's like a woman's got your testicle in her mouth. I would think... I think I'd use any means necessary to stop that. Yes. I don't know what I would do. Yeah. Um, but well, that, what I don't understand is I can understand like her grabbing them, you know, in a, in a fracas, in a, in a, in a struggle, but just getting down there with your teeth, that sounds like logistically complicated. So, would you think there was like something sexual going on and then he like changed his mind or do you if think you're, he woke if you're struggling, up? struggling, like, I don't know, how do you get, you know? I don't know. Maybe yeah. they're wrestling and like they're, you know, and she just kind of sort of so. got down there. Mm. Um, Sheriff uh, Peter McCormick said that uh, he heard those involved were Italian nationals, all working in restaurants in Edinburgh, and that they had met up after work at a nightclub. They had all been drinking, but Del Vicio, the woman here, admitted to having taken some drugs in the toilet. They don't specify what kind of drugs, mm. but I'm assuming it was bath salts. Right. Um, just judging by what happened, Wait, the what, aftermath. What? Okay, yeah. It so they're all hanging out. Drugs, no, they just said drugs. Okay, yeah. Uh, when the nightclub closed, Delvisio, Palma, mm -hmm. and uh, two other friends, um, two female friends, went to a taxi to Palma's flat. Around 4 a.m., Delvisio, the assailant, mm -hmm. came into her victim's bedroom butt naked. She's completely naked. Mm -hmm. She jumped on the bed and said she wanted a threesome. Yeah. He said no, and she became irate. Mm. Um. If you look at a picture of this lady, she kind of looks like Kathy Bates on a lot of meth. Yeah. It's like if Kathy Bates... Wow. You know, from Misery Days. I picture Kathy Bates in the movie Misery, okay. but just after having done meth for six years. Okay. She looks like that. Yeah. I'd have said no, too. Mm. Um, he told the court that we were insulting each other, and she came against me and bit my testicle. So mm. that's interesting. So he's like, no, you're ugly. And then she's going back and forth, and then finally she just reaches. She somehow gets down there and bites his nuts. Seems weird. Who's the, who would be the third party in this threesome? Well, that, that's what I was wondering. Like, mm. what's the other girl doing? Mm. So he says we're insulting each could've other. Could have been a dude. Well, it could have been. Mm. Well, it says here that she. Yeah, there's one man or two men and two women. Okay. So I'm thinking he was in bed with his girl. Mm. This is her ex. She comes in there to try to hook it up, mm. and uh, he's like, "No." Um. He says, we're insulting each other. And she came against me and bit my testicle. I threw two or three punches and had a finger in her eye to push her away. Mm. That kind of makes sense. It's like, you know how uh, you say if you're surfing and a shark comes up, you're supposed to like jam your fingers in its eye or punch it in its mm, nose. Their nose, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. or like jam your like fingers in its gills. Okay. I've probably been doing something like this. It's kind of like if mm. you're, you know, in the water and a manatee started attacking you. I yeah. would probably, because this is a big lady, I probably would have been like poking her eyes out too or something. Yeah. Maybe try to punch it in the nose. They're the gentle giants of the sea. I think, well, I wonder what happens. Do they have teeth? Else. Manatees? Yeah, I believe so. They they're eat, fucking big they things. They plants, so I'd imagine they need teeth. 
I'm sure. Well, what if there's like a rabid manatee? I guess that could be a problem. They're pretty slow, though, I think. I don't think they're real quick. I feel like uh, mermaids. Yeah. That's why the mermaid myth came about. Because I right. think it was like sailors really drunk on rum, mm. you know, ill from scurvy, <laughs> look in the water, and they just see like this floating manatee that they think is like a beautiful fat chick. Right. And they end up just going in there and just raping it. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, it's like, oh, yeah, these beautiful mermaids. Yeah. <laughs> Because they don't want to say, actually, I fucked this like manatee. Ah, I be seeking BBW. Uh, that, that's a that's a manatee, sir. Sir, that's a manatee. Please get off the manatee; they're endangered. Thank you. BBM, mm. big beautiful manatee. Right. I threw two or three punches and had a finger in her eye to push her away. She drew her head back, and my testicle fell out of her mouth. Ooh, man! Is that is that how it happens? See, I, oof. <laughs> Because I always, yeah, I, w- I remember always imagining, like, if your ball sack broke open, the balls would just fall out onto the floor. Is that but, how it works? No, I don't think so. Because when you actually think about it, they're connected with tubes and shit, right? Yeah, so, so don't probably you think if you sliced your nutsack open, mm. it would still hang? Yeah, I don't, I don't think the things would fall out. I think they'd still be there, you know? So she must have bit into it, oh. ripped the sack open, and bit the... Sh- Whatever the oh, connectors, the connecting strings, the connectors, yeah, <laughs> the connectors, yeah, the uh, HDMI two connector, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fuck out of here, the HDMI two uh, connector, exactly, yeah, yeah. just bit it, bit it off, and now the uh-huh. testicles in her mouth. Mm. He said he tried to stop the flow of blood with a towel, and he called for an ambulance. Mm. What is the other woman doing this whole time? I was in bed with him. <laughs> screaming and yeah. hiding in the bathroom i'd be like you know like when a dog eats chocolate and you're like spit it out spit it <laughs> spit it trying to like pry its jaws Just open, open its mouth yeah, open yeah. and grab spit it. it out spit it out he was taken to the uh the hospital where his testicle was just put back into his scrotum and yeah. he's given 15 stitches is thumbs that up. is that how you do it thumbs up I don't know because you got to attach it to the connector, right? Well, Back so you must that. have plugged it into the HDMI yeah, cable. Yeah, yeah. But, but I just didn't know if you sever that, RCA. they could just take it mm-hmm. and just shove it back in, connect it back in, stitch up your nuts. I would imagine that one probably doesn't work. But again, you only need one. <laughs> you know, I guess you only need one. Just, it doesn't really yeah. matter. So. Uh, the uh, defense lawyer here said Pick showed injuries to his client's eyes and face, and he asked Palma, the man, the victim, if he had caused them. He said. Yes, I was trying to stop her from biting my testicle. Right, sure. Which I was thinking, it's like, yeah, dude, it's I would have done the same thing. It's a reasonable, yeah. Uh, Del Vicio has been placed on a restriction of liberty order, which is kind of a weird thing. That's mm. like a UK thing. Yeah. She has to stay at her home between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. for six months, and she's ordered to pay her victim 500 pounds compensation. Okay. So she can go out and bite nuts, you know, from six six oh one a.m. Yeah. to nine fifty nine p.m., she could be mm. biting nuts all during that time. But then, from at ten o'clock, she's got to be back home. Yeah, I like how they don't get like they don't say it's yeah. like home arrest. They don't yeah. get like an ankle monitor. It's just like no, we're gonna give you a restriction of liberty order. It's five fifty nine a.m. Do you know where your testicles are? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have here for the second story? Well, um. I got uh this is sent from Graham. Man had sex with dead girlfriend in the hope it would wake her up. Ooh, is she a ghost? Uh no. Oh, okay. I don't right. not I don't think so. Not yet. Not yet. Mm. Yeah. Wake me up before you go go. Uh on Tuesday at Superior Court in Danielson, 
Not sure what that is exactly. Um, Aaron Grazer, 39, pleaded guilty to fourth degree sexual assault and violation of probation. Hmm. Mm hmm. Grazer, the prosecutor told the drudge, had sex with a woman who had expired. Oh, that's weird. They're making her yeah. sound like milk. Yeah. It's like, oh, this milk is expired. Right. It doesn't, does it work like that? Why didn't say had sex with a woman who is deceased? Sir, you had sex with this mayonnaise, which had expired. <laughs> uh, for his crimes, Grazer was sentenced to a year in prison, but was spared placement on the state's sex offender registry after the judge found registration is not required for public safety based upon the facts in this case. So that's interesting. So mm. necrophiles are not required to uh, be on the sex offender registry? It pro probably varies on a state-to-state -state basis, but in this case, yes, that is true. That's really weird. Mm. I never would have thought that. You'd think I would lump them in the sex offender category. You'd think so, but I mean, generally you need like a human to be you know, harmed or indirectly harmed or harmed directly in some way in a sexual manner, right? just a body then yeah at that point it's just a, yeah. yeah just a corpse it's just yeah i mean it's just like one of those uh body pillows japanese body <laughs> pillows with the anime girls uh on it you know just, just like a that. real doll it's the same thing uh the case began in january when willimantic police received a 911 call about an unresponsive woman officers arrived and found heroin and needles near the woman and tried without success to revive her, a medical examiner would later tell police the woman was dead before anyone called 911. Hmm. So, yeah. The woman was Grazer's girlfriend, and a detective began to question him as others examined the scene inside the apartment. A detective spotted ligature marks on the woman's wrists and ankles. Whoa. Gets weirder and weirder, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That uh, sounds like one of your ex-girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're generally a little alive. Uh, <laughs> generally yeah, alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, Gra and this is the, this is one of my favorite parts here. And Grazer wondered aloud to a detective whether they suspected his arrests, arrest months earlier for choking the woman could be relevant. <laughs> so they're they like, wondered aloud. So they're like, yeah, I uh, couldn't uh, help notice here that the uh, you got some uh, ligature marks here on the, the, vic the victim's wrists. What do you think about that? He's like, well, you know what? Now that I think about it, you guys arrested me three months ago for choking her out. You think that might be relevant to this case? I don't know. I'm, nah, probably not. What a not. weird coincidence, yeah, yeah. actually. Huh. I know you guys. You were yeah. here about three months ago yeah. when I choked her to the point of unconsciousness. Yeah. This guy's creepy looking, too. Oh, God, yeah. He's 39. He doesn't look a day over 56. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I wonder what she looked like. He looks kind of like the Las Vegas shooter. But like worse. He does. He does look yeah. like Stephen Paddock. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, he, but even more tragic. Yeah. Like at least like that Paddock guy had some kind of like sense of pride. And yeah. You know, I mean, he won a lot of money. He was kind of wealthy. This dude just seems like he's like a janitor somewhere. He looks like he should be on the sex offender registry. Like yeah. just to be safe. Even if, even if this has never happened. He looks like the poster child of yeah, the sex offender registry. Uh -huh. you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, choking arrest. So Grazer began to talk. He told detectives he found his girlfriend unresponsive and tried to wake her up. She was sitting and hunched over on their bed, and heroin and drug paraphernalia were on her lap. So she had overdosed yeah. at this point. I don't know if you've ever found a, an uh, overdosed body, but it's kind of like that. It's, it's like a Japanese horror movie because they're like, 
in this case, it was actually, they were sitting on the edge of the bed and their like head is like hunched over. Like they were, you know, like, so like the not, ring, like, like Ringo. They, yeah. yeah like like she's got her hair hanging down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like they had just like nodded out while sitting and then you're like, Hey, what the Buddha? <laughs> and they're like blue and it's like, Oh, it comes you know. out of your fucking TV set. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Oof. that's scary. Eesh. It's scary. Eesh. And then it's like, you find all the drugs and then you, they're long dead, but you call the police and then while you're waiting for the police, you do the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> or have sex with the corpse. Or have sex with Either the corpse. Either one. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, look, you got to flush them and you're going to do them. Yep. You know? So, man up. Take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah. Aaron stated that he laid the victim down on the bed and rubbed her sternum. What, why? What does that do? I think that's like what he thought CPR was because he's an idiot. Just rubbing her yeah, sternum? Yeah, rubbing, rubbing her sternum. Okay. Um, a genie came out too. Uh, according to the warrant for his arrest, Aaron stated he listened to see if the victim was breathing and he heard gurgling. Aaron stated he knew the victim hated having sex with him, so he figured that the victim might wake up if he had sex with her. Well, now that logic makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> like she's going to wake up and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Which probably most women do when he tries to rape them when they're in an unconscious state. <laughs> I imagine that's probably what happened. So from his experience, yeah, he's like, you know, usually yeah. when women are passed out and I start having sex with them, they wake up. Yeah. Well, I met her on OkCupid and it listed one of her pet peeves was being raped by me. So, you know, it seemed like we were a good match. <laughs> but not only that, I mean, you could, th could you imagine that? I love how it's like, yeah, she's my girlfriend, but she hates having sex with me. It's right. like, yeah, well, look at you. Yeah. You look like some, you look like a weird sex offender. Yeah. I mean, and he, you could tell that that dude probably smells awful. Yeah. So he was just like, you know, he's just going to take it. Oh, once again, take advantage of the opportunity. It's She's passed the, out. She you know, can't stop him. She can't protest. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'll have to say that. I'll say that right now. Well, one thing yeah. for sure, if mm -hmm. I ever like drowned in front of this guy or mm -hmm. passed out or from choking or mm -hmm. something, I do not want his version of CPR. No. It's the last version of CPR I'd ever want on my body. <laughs> Um, question further, Grazer, also, that doesn't work, you know what I mean? If you're dead, you know, doing something to me that I don't like isn't going to fucking bring me back from the dead, well, he you know did, what I mean? Do you think he thought she was dead? Or do you think he thought she was just unconscious? Oh, I guess he thought she was unconscious, but well, still, he throw her into the shower! It's cold, that's what you do if you don't have a, if you don't know how to do CPR, and you don't have Narcane or something, you take the overdose victim, and you throw him into cold water. That's what you do. That's I think, the best chance you have if you don't know CPR. I think his rationale is like his sex is so bad, it will wake yeah. up the dead. Oof. You know, it's that bad. Okay. So, uh, yeah, question further. Um, Grazer admitted to detectives that he tied the woman's ankles and wrists to bedposts because it was a fetish of his. Now, this doesn't make any sense. You're fucking a corpse. Yeah. Where's it going to go? Yeah. You know? Oh, do you think people do that though with like a real doll? They like still tie yes, it up like that. Absolutely. So okay, and in, in this, sense, I, w I probably would. So <laughs> okay, now I see, now I'm starting to see it. Now it makes yeah, it makes right. a little more sense. Yep. Although in this case, I mean, mm. this guy, he probably never gets to do that ever because she will never have sex with him, right? You know, because she hates having sex with him. So if she hates having just regular sex with him, I highly doubt she hates having fetish kinky sex with him, right? Yeah. 
Jesus. After he finished, he untied her, put her pants on, and called in his neighbor, a former paramedic who later told police she believed the woman had been dead for a couple of hours. Wow. See, generally what you want to do is call, if your neighbor's a paramedic, you get them over there immediately. Yeah, as soon before, as you find yeah, the dead that's body. That's what you do. That is, should be the, you know, for future reference, you fucking freak show. I would probably be like, my girlfriend overdosed. Come over here and help me. Yeah, yeah. That's generally Instead you. now, it's like you look like a creepy necrophile. Yeah. An autopsy determined that the woman was dead when Grazer had sex with her. Mm. The ligatures were the key. Hmm. Had the woman still been alive, there would have been bruises under her skin. No bruises meant no blood was flowing at the time, the medical examiner to told police. Oh, so you could tie him as tight as you want. Yeah. Oh, that's so. nice. As for the gurgling, Grazer said he heard, that could have been decomposition gases escaping the woman's body. Whoa. So do you think yeah. she was just farting the whole time they are having sex? I like sex? it. This is like a Scooby-Doo explanation. <laughs> it's like, well, when you saw the samurai ghost disappear... It was actually just a hologram, you know? <laughs> Did you ever see that uh, that new Sherlock Holmes series with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes. So it's like in the end of that, you see his thought process and how he solved the murder. It's like, right. And they, they show like all the, like they overlay all like the geometric equations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could see him walking in here and be like, well, the ligature, there's no yeah, bruising yeah. underneath yeah. it. And then you could see the semen dripped right. out of here. and uh, She was dead when they had sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, the woman's cause of death was determined to be a drug overdose. Toxicology testing revealed high levels of fentanyl, heroin, and another synthetic drug. God, that's, that's what everyone ODs on these days, fentanyl. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, it's, I mean, it's like, it's like, I don't know, 50 times stronger super than heroin. heroin or something. That's like super heroin. Yeah. Um, it is very much, sir, super heroin. Uh, Grazer was initially charged with second-degree sexual assault, but pleaded guilty to the reduced charge of fourth-degree sexual assault of a corpse. Oh, okay. Of so a corpse. He pled. Mm. Yeah, like, that, that's a weird... I mean, I, you could desecrate a, a corpse. <laughs> like, you could desecrate a corpse, but can you sexually assault a corpse? I mean... Well, isn't that what necrophilia is? Any more than you could sexually assault a cantaloupe? I mean, fourth degree. So, what's like first degree sexual assault of a corpse? <laughs> That's a good question. Like, what's the difference? <laughs> it's like on top of a horse or something. Yeah, like, I don't know, what I don't it, know what, you what's know. going on. What yeah. do you think is fifth degree is a ghost? So, what do you think? Like, just in terms of like, what will I guess least likely to get you murdered in prison? If you actually sexually assaulted a living victim. Or if you sexually assaulted a, de a deceased victim. Like, what do you think? Like, if you're in prison and you're telling and someone's like, what are you in for? And you're like, well, I sexually assaulted a woman. Don't they tend to hate rapists? They do. I don't. So what if you're like, oh, okay, I sexually assaulted a dead woman? Yeah, I, I think they'd just be confused. <laughs> you know? Well, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Well, I tied her up first. Yeah. Why would you do that? She's not going to run away. Yeah. I would be confused, too. They will give him a, a severe beating just because, like, I looked at a picture. I wanted to give him a cigarette. Just looking at his <laughs> at his stupid face. Just I'm made surprised me angry. cops just didn't beat him yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah. God. So anyway, yeah, there you terrible. go. Terrible. Anyway, yeah. people, send your story. Cigarette podcast at hotmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next, but first, here's a word from our sponsor. Adam and Eve. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. <laughs> 
It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, we got some pretty good ones this week. So this first guy calls in, and you know, he like actually said something I never really thought about, but maybe he has a point. Mm. Okay. Here we go. What up, Dave? What up, Harrison? This is Chris calling from Hawaii. I've been listening for such a long time, since episode six, and I've always wanted to call in, and I never got around to it, but... There's something you said last week yeah. that... You know, it makes sense that an English guy would move from England to Hawaii. Right. I mean, it's like the, the weather's like the, <laughs> the most inclement weather pretty much anywhere. Yeah. And then you move to like fucking paradise. Right. I'm surprised more English people, because a lot of English people move to Florida for some reason. They like yeah, Florida a lot. I like Florida. I'd move to Hawaii over Florida, though. Sure. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Made me think I've got to call in. But before I do that, I wanted to just say, what the fuck is with all of this love for Lance Wackley? I listened to that motherfucker for like 500 episodes. He bought nothing. The guy was bullshit. Need I remind you, this is sick and wrong. Fuck that shit. Harrison is actually fucking sick and wrong. He fucked someone with a ball gag, dildo, something or other. Yep. He got stabbed in the dick. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> Harrison, he doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a girlfriend. Yeah. That's some sick and wrong shit. Well, you're going to make him commit so like, suicide. You. Great, <laughs> what the fuck? Lance... Wow. Okay. Wow, that was, yeah. yeah, that was... Although you got to say, I yeah. mean, it's those are all, like, real points there. I'm, re I'm, the, re I'm the real deal. Yeah. You know, I keep it 100. Wackley, if anyone thinks Wackley was good, need I remind you of fucking a tree grows in Brooklyn. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just go back looking at archives. I've heard of that. I got to say, that was that. brilliant. Yeah. I did think that was... It was very Andy Kaufman-esque. Okay. He did a whole show where he just read... Because I don't... I don't miss that many shows. Mm. And when I do, like if I go on vacation mm. or whatever, I usually plan in advance. We mm. pre-record an episode yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we, we uh, play it during the time I'm gone. So I don't tend to miss that many shows, but certain times arise, like when my dad died and other things, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do the show. So Wackerly like stepped up and did an episode. But it was just like, I remember being like, so who'd you do the episode with? He's like, myself. Mm. I was like, you just did an episode all by yourself. He's like, yeah. I was like, what'd you talk about? He goes, I didn't. I'm like, well, you did an episode where you didn't even talk about anything? He's like, no, I just read A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> for how long? He's like, I don't know, like 45 minutes, maybe yeah. an hour. I was like, wow. Yeah. You just want to destroy the show. Mm. It's like the anti-podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Very controversial episode. One of the more memorable ones, though. Hmm. Yeah. When the rabbi was not feeling very well, on his way out, D, you were going back and forth to Michigan. You left, you left uh, Lance holding the ball. Mm -hmm. Fucking disaster. Anyway, <laughs> what was. I wanted to call in was, last week you were talking about transracial people. Fuck up. But, D, let's examine something. Your name isn't D, it's fucking David. And you have changed your name to D. Simon, like D. Andre, like D. Sean. The list goes on. <laughs> Secondly, dude, you are half fucking black. You have tattooed yourself literally solid fucking black. Yeah, you're like a 
walking full body minstrel show over here. <laughs> Mammy. Yeah. I, mean, I am kind of, you know, yeah. thinking about it. Mm. It's like I, I think being transracial is a state of mind. Like you're mm. supposed to like be trying to adopt the culture right. of being black, which I'm not doing, but I guess yeah, all right. Visibly, you can look at me and think, think like I'm half black because I guess technically I am half black, right? In terms of all the black coloring on me, so yeah, maybe, maybe I am transracial in that sense. All right. What's that? The other fucking fifty percent you have covered up in black clothing. So you know, this is a real case of the proverbial pot calling the kettle black. I think so. Before you start accusing people of transracial, I think you need to look. Very long and hard D at yourself. I think you're great. I love this fucking show. But, you know, you need to start looking at your uh, your racial tendencies of who you want to be. Anyway, keep it safe. Keep it wrong. <laughs> oh, now, that was insightful. Yeah. Maybe wow. it's time for me to sit down, look in the mirror, and think, maybe I should be black now. Yeah. You think so? I mean, I guess so. I think yeah. I should be like full-on Black Panther black, though. Right, yeah. You know, like Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Get really militant. Go and that's another thing too though, to his point. I used to have dreadlocks. Yeah. It's a big ass uh, poofy hair. I had an afro for a while. What lived in Africa? I think I'm transracial. Okay. You did live in Africa. That is actually a good point, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm trans I'm half black. Mm. I lived in Africa. I have a Jufro. I think I should become a black panther. Okay. Maybe I mean, I'll do that. I, I support that. Would you be down with me like wearing like full on either militant Black Panther uniforms? And you kind just... of already do. You know what I mean? <laughs> you still have the beret. Not today, but you know, you got the black t shirt and the leather jacket and the, you know. I guess I usually All you need do is that, a beret, yeah. you know, and you're like pretty much there. Should I just be really angry all the time? Yeah. I'm going to change my name to something more African. Although, D, mm. I can understand D'Angelo. Yeah. D. Simon. Simon's my Just middle start, name. start like quoting Trotsky and, you know, <laughs> carrying a shotgun around. Just fist in the yeah, air yeah, all the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> right. I will not be mm. undermined. Mm. You know, uh, next next month, I'm, uh, for some, you know, my, my birthday is end of January. Mm. We're going to Nashville and then we're going to Memphis. And in Memphis, you can go to the Civil Rights Museum, mm -hmm. which is at the hotel where Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. Oh, that's dope. You can actually go to the room where he was assassinated. Selfie time. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think that is where I'll complete the transformation mm -hmm. into becoming a Black Panther. Okay. I'm going to be fully black after that moment. Might change my name to Kalumda. Kalumda, yeah. Kalumda, yeah. All right. Hi, guys. Uh, Chris from Manchester, UK. Um, so I've been listening to you guys for, for a long time now and um, I have always wondered when it was going to happen that I would get caught out um, listening to you talking some fucking grim shit and someone just go like overhear it and go what the fuck and uh, it's literally just fucking happened for the first time in probably about two years um, it's just happened so quick quickly what's happened I went to McDonald's I, I drive a van for work and I've just changed the stereo in it so that it works with my iPhone so I'm listening to the podcast and I pay for things on Apple Pay 
You know what? Speaking of McDonald's, just to not to <clears throat> interrupt, but I'm going to interrupt. Uh, I recently, like a month ago or something, I accidentally, I was in the McDonald's drive-thru because nothing else was open, and I got these crispy chicken tender, crispy mm. chick, buttermilk crispy chicken tenders. Fucking awesome, right? Really? Is yeah. that a new thing for yeah, them? Yeah, it was new, and I was like, this is the best shit I've ever, I was like, oh, I was like having a brain <laughs> orgasm while I was eating it. And I was like, I, I got him a few times, and then it was like last week, pull up to the fucking drive-thru, it's a big sign, it's like, sold out sold out at chicken tenders yeah yeah and I pull up to the window and I'm like what the fuck and she's like yeah they're discontinued indefinitely and Why? I'm yelling at this one I'm like they were the best thing you've ever, you ever did it's the best thing you've ever done and you stopped it I was pissed off man did you try another McDonald's I haven't I wonder if uh, I got the impression I got the impression it might be more than just one branch <laughs> You know what? I find it funny how Trump mm. will eat like three fish fillets. Have you ever eaten a fish fillet sandwich at McDonald's? Yeah, it's not great. I think know? they're vile. Yeah. But they're also like, what, 800 calories Are or they? more? I don't know, yeah. like 1,000 calories. He'll eat three of them. Right. That's why people keep saying like, oh, he's going to be impeached and oh, the Mueller rescue. Dude, that man is going to have, if he keeps eating McDonald's on a daily basis and Kentucky Fried Chicken on a daily basis like he's been doing so far, yeah. the guy's going to have a fucking heart attack. Mm. I don't think we need to worry about impeachment proceedings. I think he's going to have a heart attack. Mm. Yeah, because demand far surpassed um, supply. Hmm. So they're it's taking a break from serving them. People, what a bunch of fucking dicks. People get rabid about. It. Did you hear about I'll that whole them. thing with Rick and Morty and the the dipping sauce? Yeah, it was idiotic. It was idiotic, but mm. people get fucking wrapped up yeah. with that shit. Yeah, like I I've never understood. I've never, you know, I've never even eaten a chicken McNugget. Mm. What is the appeal? <sighs> they're fucking good and they're easy, and it's just like chicken. It's just meat, you know. I no wait, the nuggets aren't good. Chicken tenders in general. What's are the difference good. between a nugget and a tender? Are they longer? A nugget is just like processed meat. You you're lucky if it's if it's like Is it beak and claw? Meat? Yeah, and it's, breast. it's just like a bunch of nonsense. So it's tender you know, just breast. Newspapers, you know, it's just like <laughs> yeah. Whereas crispy chicken tenders is actually chicken meat, you know? Breaded? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming. You've never been to a bar or something where they have you know, it's, I've, it's I've like seen a them eating rub. it. I, I just yeah. can't I can't picture yeah. what McDonald's version it's, of it is. And it's this easier than wings because there's no bones. You don't have to deal with bones and getting slime all over you like a fucking animal. Get you know? Ectoplasm. I don't like that. Ectoplasm cum yeah. shot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like having fucking brown <laughs> shit all over my face. Like, you know, sucks. Okay. Where's my goddamn chicken yeah. tenders? <laughs> I can see you freaking uh, out uh, like 3 a.m. Uh, <laughs> so I've got my phone up on the screen uh, on the dashboard and I pull up a McDonald's, ask for a coffee. So I'd, I'd, I'd literally pulled out the um, the jack for, for the audio so that I could take my phone off and pay on Apple Pay. So I paid for it. I was previously listening to you um, talking about fucking fish and fish sucking fucking fishermen off yes. so anyway I didn't even think about anything about it I just fucking paid for it on Apple Pay put the fucking phone back up on the dash plug the what's he talking about Apple Pay okay in the UK they're far more advanced about paying like systems there like they have things where it's like you can actually just pay with everything by like shh you know, your showing phone? your phone. Yeah, like, you know, waving your phone like a magic wand in front of a 
drive-through window and it pays for it. Is it yeah. like an app through yeah. Apple? And like you know how credit cards here they have the chips. They yeah, had the, yeah, the, yeah. now they have in the UK they're even more advanced than that. Like you just wave your credit card at a thing and it does it. It's like RFID sensors. That's bizarre. So yeah. wait, they so they open up the app on their phone and just kind of yeah push it. Wow, yeah. you might even be able to do that. Actually, nowhere accepts I've it. I've never heard of anywhere you can, you doing... can set it up on your phone, but I don't think places accept it. In the UK, they're always ahead of the game. Oh, are they shit. on the Bitcoin now or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Anyway, fucking three point five million jacket. And it automatically starts playing with D fucking coming in saying, Ah, I knew these British guys were fucking fish and letting fish suck their dicks. Now, I listen to you guys quite loud because I'm in a van. And this guy who was serving me at the fucking counter looked at me like I was a piece of shit. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. So I've been done. I've been caught. So yeah, keep it sick, keep it wrong. Fucking love the podcast. Literally, it makes my uh, my week, guys. Keep it going. See you later. You know you've fucked up in life when guy at the McDonald's drive-thru is getting all high and mighty with you. Yeah, I was you about know? to say, when the McDonald's drive-thru yeah. cashier is mm -hmm. judging you, right. there's something wrong. Yeah. Right, yeah, I always find it funny when... Uh, when people get busted for listening to Sick and Wrong at mm. work or uh, their or their mom hears it or something. Right. Or their yeah. school teacher hears it. Like I haven't had a it, it happens. You get you get these, but it's like yeah. I mean whatever. Yeah. I'm surprised people get that upset about Yank it. Yank your headphones out accidentally and then we're talking about, you know, like a fucking clown raping a shark or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You so. get grounded by the McDonalds guy. Uh-huh. Get a fucking uh, ban for the McDonald's. A hand job from Grimace. All right, <laughs> so uh, we got a ne next one. A shit story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next guy here. This is an interesting. It's a two parter. So this guy calls in, mm -hmm. and uh, he has a shit story. It's a long time listener. Long time listener. He calls in. He has a shit story. It's actually pretty good. But then he calls back with a part two. So the first part is more of like an introduction to it, and he starts going with the shit story. But it gets like he he says it gets stifled because mm -hmm. there's a guy behind him listening to the whole story so it affected his retelling of it so he calls back and then he tells the whole thing so we're part one we're going to play up to the point of the of the story and then we're going to mm. play the actual story as part two so let's okay. play part one here all right hello sick and wrong i was calling uh for a couple points harrison you're doing a great job i Quit listening to the show around episode 525 after Wackerly left and then came back while you were in rehab, started listening to it again. And I've been following it, and uh, you've grown on me. Uh, I don't miss Wackerly at all anymore. Yeah, those first 20 episodes you were on, oh, they're so hard to listen to. <laughs> I'm joking. I think actually Harrison just sort of... I don't think it was even that much of a problem. Like you, you know, you'd never done the show, but then as as soon as you came on, it was like. Hmm. It I was mean, pretty... you, there's definitely a level of improvement that goes on as you do this, you know, in general. I imagine, um, but I didn't. But, I didn't yeah. see that yeah. much of an issue at all. Yeah. Like when you first started, it's not like because that's the thing. It's not like this is the first time you've ever done radio. Right, it's true. You've done radio for years, so it was like mm. I thought it was a really easy transition. Whereas, like, if you listen to the first. I'd say 50 episodes of Sick and Wrong. Mm. 
it, they sound terrible. Like right. the audio quality is terrible. I'm pretty terrible. Wackerly had never done radio other than being on my old Rampage radio a couple times. So he was terrible. So I thought the transition to starting up Sick and Wrong 2.0 is a lot smoother. 40% of podcasting is just not stepping on the other person's fucking lines, you know? Yeah, then that, that's you know, tough. That's, that's tough to big, do. Yeah. So. Although it's always great when someone makes an appearance, steal, or wackily come back for a random episode or even 15 minutes or so. But uh, anyways, I got a shit story here. Um, so so anyway the guy goes into the shit story but then he gets like stifled so we're gonna actually, he calls back when we play the other one um, he does bring up an interesting point though he says it's always great when like Wackerly or Steel mm. make an appearance uh, people I don't want to like let the cat out of the bag here but the holiday mm. show is coming up in a couple weeks mm. and I'm hoping to get uh, some, some appearances from mm. some surprise guests so stay tuned stay tuned are you telling me you want me to play the other one well, I mean, no, yeah, we're going to do... This. I can keep playing this one, right? Well, no, this one's going to go into the stifled shit I thought you story. edited the shit. No, I didn't. I oh, we're going to play right. part two. So, right. so, so part two here, okay. the guy calls back, and uh, right. he actually does a, a full telling of the shit story, which all is right. actually kind of an epic shit story. All right, all right. Hey, what's up, sick and wrong? I called you guys yesterday, and I was stifled because I was walking... And I realized someone that was walking near me was listening to everything I was saying. So my <laughs> shit wife. story got severely <laughs> stifled. You can play that call if you want, but I can give it to you in a lot better form. Yeah, this is a I way better a retelling. with a buddy of mine, and I met this female, and he met a female there too. And they were in college. This was a few years back. And uh, we were both way out of college. But we went back and partied with them. And they were doing really shitty blow. Uh, I, me and my buddy did not do any. We were taking pain pills and drinking. And what happened was... I like how he's like, yeah, we abstained from the shitty blow, but we were mm -hmm. just doing popping painkillers yeah. and drinking, which yeah. is probably worse, don't you right. think? Yes, I do. I mean, you could yeah. die from that. Uh, you could die from everything. Well, you could die from everything. Whatever. But, yeah. but yeah, that's the thing in college. Yeah. I think back like in Michigan caliber of blow that we got it was mm. like such garbage even mm. here like we tend to get you know i get i get decent blow out here but in michigan mm. we get the most garbage blow mm. and you would do it all because you never yeah. had done blow before right so i remember in college it's like when you got like an eight ball you go in on an eight ball with a bunch of friends we'd fucking snort the whole thing up mm. and like I would say, like, the next day, it was just, like, pure diarrhea. Because mm. you'd just be... Because, you know, that stuff is cut with just whatever garbage. Right, yeah, yeah. Was it Nambutal? Was it the... Mm. What's that stuff? That baby laxative? They used mm. to, it used to be popular to cut it with that. Mm. I think now they cut it with more of, like, an mm. ephedrine type of thing. Mm. So they can, like, simulate the effect of being, mm. you know, being caffeinated. But anyway. All right. You know, they took pain pills with us and drank, too. And... Uh, long story short, we ended up spooning. We weren't, didn't, didn't fuck nothing like that, but we ended up spooning naked. Hmm. And she passed out. And when we woke up, the cocaine had been caught with baby laxative or some shit. And we were fused together by the feces. My pubes were crusted to her ass, which had exploded shit. And it dried on. And 
he said his pubes were. <laughs> There's a couple weird things going on here. So you guys must have been messing around to be to pass out naked. You didn't have sex, but yeah. you're naked in bed. We're just spooning. spooning. Yeah, just spooning. Yeah, but I mean, how'd you get naked and not have any sex involved? You've never done that? It's a possible thing you've done. Last time I've done that probably was in like college, maybe. Mm. It's been a long time since I've like gotten naked with a girl we didn't have any kind of sexual intercourse or like, you know, something happened. Yeah. I've done it where it's just like. Let's get naked and spoon and hold me. Yeah. My chick doesn't want to have. You're looking at me like. (laughs) God, well, you, no. What is wrong with you? No, I is, understand yeah. if the chick doesn't want to have sex, human but if she doesn't want to have, you're looking at me like you don't understand. Human if she doesn't want to have sex, she's probably not going to get naked in bed with you. I'm not a, you know, I'm not an animal, you know. No, what I mean? but I, I mean, can most, get naked with a woman and not well, fucking. Most women, if or men, for mm. that matter, when you get naked mm. and you're each other's beds, yeah. you usually have some type of sexual intercourse. Maybe you mess around. You don't have mm. full on penetration mm. but you mess around do something this sounds to me like mm. those guys just kind of they must have messed around mm. there must have been some kind of mm. sex involved but they passed yeah. out they were spooning and she had just diarrhea mm. all over him because I've been in situations where it's like a woman like I, I got the impression she didn't want to have sex with me but I was like why don't we just sleep to, like I just need human fucking contact I just need some human intimacy can we just do that and they're like yeah okay you know I mean, I've I've had yeah. I've had women spend the night, and mm. we just didn't get, have sex. We just kind of mm. laid in bed and like mm. passed out, and that was fine. Yeah, you know, or made out or something. That was fine. Okay. But usually, like when the clothes come off, mm. something's happening. There's a little okay. bit of uh, you know the rumpy bumpy tends to occur. Um, however, in this situation, it, well, he wasn't doing a blow, so he, mm. I don't think he would have had like coke dick or something. Mm. But she was high on blow. She uh, and they did painkillers. So they probably passed out. They were right. spooning. Yeah, and she fully had like ex- like just diarrhea all over his crotch. <laughs> and so their his pubes yeah, yeah. were just encrusted in feces, stuck to her. It was like that'd like, be like the Godfather. You like wake up and with the horse head, you know, like, oh, 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 oh. that's what I would be like. I'd just be screaming. How could we, don't you think you would smell it in the middle of the night? Not necessarily. If you're passed out, yeah, if you're yeah, passed drinking, out on all these drugs and you're like, and shit, yeah, fuck no. Wow. Yeah. God, there's some human intimacy going on there, though. Yeah. Like you're literally fused together. Especially with painkillers, you can. I've I've almost lost an arm from uh, sleeping on it the wrong way and not waking up. Yeah. You know. So, anyway. It was really painful and awkward to become disconnected. I bet. Yeah. But we did. <laughs> And then, um, yeah, awkward in like a curb your enthusiasm kind of way, or like a what yeah, are like we what, do you, about here? what yeah. do you say? Awkward. Would, well, yeah. the other thing that's weird too is like if she would have woke up first, yeah. smelled the diarrhea, realized yeah. she was stuck to this man's dick, yeah. Yet, what would you? But yet he was still sleeping. Would you just kind of try to wake up? It's like the Philadelphia experiment or something. <laughs> you wake up and you're like fused to the you know infrastructure of a ship at sea. If you know? if Horrifying. I was that dude, and I, were they at his house or her house? I, I don't know if I, I missed that. No, did he say know. that? I, I don't know. know. Anyway, mm. if I was at her house mm. and I woke up first and I was stuck to her mm. by glued by diarrhea or whatever, mm. I think I would have tried to extricate myself. Yeah. 
And then I would have washed off and got the fuck out. I would have left my friend in the other room. I don't even care. I've just been out. I wouldn't even want to deal with the awkwardness. Yeah. Because how? Yeah. what do you say? What would you say? I'd probably say, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> That's probably what I'd say. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I actually can't even. I don't even know what I would do. It would be pretty, though. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. You know, just getting to know this person was unusual. So we... uh had that you know awkward shower moment and then that was wait a second that awkward moment (laughs) that awkward moment when your dick is fused to a woman's ass with feces (laughs) and then you have an awkward shower moment to wash the feces off of your genitals do they shower at the same time uh, yeah, maybe they needed to shower to get unfused, you know? Oh, they're stuck together. Mm-hmm. Like, it was that strong of a no, connection. No, they probably, you know. Oh, my God, yeah. this is terrible. Mm-hmm. I can't even think of anything more awkward than that. Mm-hmm. Imagine, though, uh, you know, years later when you get married mm-hmm. and uh, your best man or your best mate who's over mm-hmm. there is like, oh, let me tell you a story when they first hooked up. Because you mm-hmm. know he's going to do that when he's giving the speech. Mm-hmm. He's like, she shat all over him. And then they knew there was a love connection. Mm. Ah, it'd be terrible. Uh, I never saw her again, said our goodbyes, but okay. that is the story I was trying to tell yesterday that I got tripped up during. Keep it sick. Keep- yeah, that Ethan Hawke movie, Before Sunrise or whatever. I don't think I ever saw that. Based on this. <laughs> is it based on mm-hmm. being shit on? And then, yeah. Uh- yeah, it's a classic romance. <laughs> him and Juliet Binoche. Juliet Binoche shits all over him. What about, what about that other movie, Jim Carrey, Internal Sunshine of the, the Spotless, Spotless Mind yeah. or whatever? I think I would want something like that because if you could erase the memory of the yeah. feces yeah. on my dick, then I might learn to love you again. Eternal Sunshine of the Crusted Shit Dick. Shit Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Get wrong. Bye. Wow. Well, thank, thank you for that. Now, that, yeah, yeah thank God, you for that. that, that really... was an epic story. Mm. I find it really funny, though, in the previous call when he, he kind of told the story, but it kind of got cut short, not as much detail. Could you imagine being the guy behind him on like public trans or wherever he was telling us? Because if I, if I was mm. walking behind someone, I heard someone mm. talking on the phone being like, yeah, so mm. I brought this girl home. She was doing cocaine, really shitty cocaine, and she shit diarrhea all over my dick. I would have been listening, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have probably been, like, filming like, what? it. <laughs> what? Damn. Yeah. All right. Yeah, wow. That must have been awkward, though. Yeah. I wouldn't even... Would you have taken a shower with her? Probably. Maybe not Together? with her. No, maybe not. That's, you know... But you've, you've been had like, enough you time go, together. You go first. Yeah, I'll yeah, just yeah. stay here with diarrhea, dick. Yeah. And then when you're done, I'll go wash the diarrhea off, and yeah. then we can like have tea mm. <laughs> <laughs> or something. God, uh, yeah, it's terrible. Good lord. Anyway, people, call the Sacred Hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. Best way to support the show, seriously, the best way to support the show is Patreon. Patreon.com slash sick and wrong. As a matter of fact. Because of the amount of money that you've been giving the show, and that now we're actually making money off the show, mm. we're buying new equipment, getting Harrison a new pair of headphones. Yeah. These headphones look like mm. they're from like uh, the Depression era. I know. They're really old. They're very old. I got them to do my fucking web show like 12 years ago. Yeah. It's, it's like a, from a Norman know, Rockwell painting yeah. these things. I don't even know how yeah. you still use well, them. Well, a lot of people are under the mistaken impression that the best way to support the show is uh, setting homeless people on fire. That's not but it anymore. No, actually, it used the, to be. Not yeah, anymore, Patreon though. is the way to go. 
I mean, I understand setting homeless people on fire and then putting the video up on YouTube and tagging sick and wrong. Yeah. Does kind of support the show, but really, the best way to support the show is Patreon. Correct. You just go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong, sign up, $5, you get outtakes, you get an extra Patreon story every week, and you get two extra phone calls. Yep. That's like fucking better than your chicken tender bullshit. Yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe. That's debatable. Right? Also, uh, Harrison actually put out with two more chapters. Or well, no, you did an updated another, chapter yeah. and another yeah. three more chapters. I got a new microphone. Sick and wrong fanfic. Yeah, I got a new microphone, mm. so it sounds way better. And I actually kind of know what I'm doing now. So it's uh, it's coming along. Well, I think you remastered the original. I remastered the original. Yeah, yeah. But it and does now sound I'm pretty good. The new ones with the new, I got a new blue snowball mic, which actually, nice. actually is quite you know, nice. quite nice. See, with the Patreon well. money, we can yeah. actually make the show a bit better. Yeah. Um, and I think I actually uh, posted And things a few really things this heat week. up between me and Steele as I drag him into the. The mess that, <laughs> that I'm dealing with in the story. I know, know people. If you haven't heard this story, mm. I don't know. I don't know what that guy was smoking. Peyote. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Fucking Jankum. He was yeah. doing something in order to write a story like that. But yeah. he definitely catch, captures the nuances of all the characters of the show. Yeah. And it's so, like, I, there's several points where my character can't help but notice um, Steele's toned, shimmering, hairless ass. <laughs> you know? So, Are there a lot of gay sex scenes in that story? Not a lot of gay sex that I... But there's a lot of gay stuff. A lot of gay stuff. There's stuff that's actually gayer than gay sex. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow, yeah. it's gayer than uh-huh. gay, than actual yeah. like gay sex. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Mm. That, now that, right there, for gayer than gay, go sign up for Patreon. Uh-huh. If you want to learn what is gayer than gay. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash sickandwrong. We appreciate it. Also, we have a Red Bubble mm. store. So you can go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store, mm. and you can actually buy some sick and wrong merch. Good holiday. Mm. Good, good stocking stuffer. Go get a Sigurong coaster. Um, finally, here, Sigurong Song of the Week came in from a person named Checkpoint. Uh, mm. Checkpoint writes, how many listeners are doing each other's moms? You know, I wonder, I wonder that every day. Mm. I wonder that. Uh, she says, I love you guys and have been killing time to your podcast for a year and a half now. I'm probably one of the only lesbians to listen to your show. But I thought you'd like to know that liking your podcast is practically a requirement for any lady I may date. That's good. I think that's a this good litmus test. a lesbian named Checkpoint? That's what her name is. Are we in a cyberpunk thriller or something? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, this is mm. a, yeah, this is a neuromancer. Right, yeah. She's a neuromancer. Yeah. I want a William Gibson novel. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, I, I can, I can kind of understand that. If you say like, listen to this podcast, and if they're like, well, this is like the biggest load of shite I've ever heard, it might not work out. Mm-hmm. Relationship might not work out. No. She says, uh, it's practically a requirement, and that's a bad sign. I keep meeting the Iken has cheeseburger and cute overload types, but not the sick and wrong types. Hmm. I don't know where you're hanging out there, checkpoint. Yeah. She says, humor me with what you guys would consider good advice for a lesbian to meet another lesbian. That way I'll know exactly what not to do. Stay mm. soft, stay warm, checkpoint. Well, what do you, what do you think there, Harrison? Um, if you dress like the guy from Limp Biscuit, that sends the message that, like, I'm a lady who's into ladies. Uh, you know, that yeah. guy, I always thought that guy was a lesbian. Because well, I, I have some lesbian friends that kind of dress like that. that limp, and, like Limp Biscuit. Yeah, like the hat. You know, they look, they're dressed like a guy at a vape store. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> and, it's, and I'm like, why do you do that? And they're like... 
It's really the only way. Like, you used to be able to, like, shave the side of your head or something, but now all the chicks do that. So, you know. Yeah, how do you really do it? Do you Because there get, aren't like, a really, beret? like, lesbian bars anymore. They, they all close down. Because the lesbians, well, lesbians get don't together like to drink. and they nest. Yeah, they don't like to go out drinking. That's not necessarily true. I know, well, I know some real lush lesbians. Yeah, know? but I don't think they like to go so. out drinking to designated mm. lesbian bars. Mm. Like, there are a lot of lesbian... Well, not a lot, but there are mm. a few lesbian bars in San Francisco. They all shut down. I don't mm. even know if there is a lesbian bar anymore. Yeah, there used to be one in New York called Meow Mix. That got shut down. I remember. So, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's one in uh, San Francisco called the Lexington Club. Mm-hmm. It was hardcore. Mm. It was hardcore. I remember one of my, we were in there one time. One of my friends almost like... Like we're sitting at this table and this like really tough girl comes over, puts her drink down. She's like, this is my table. Mm. And we actually got up and moved. Yeah. Yeah, I was scared. <laughs> yeah, she's tough. Tough chick. Uh, but yeah, you know... Um, I'm not sure. I guess maybe start dressing like the Limp Biscuit guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one way to do it. Yeah, you'll meet some uh, some hot lesbian chicks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's also a danger of like, you know, ending up with a dabbler. You know what I mean? Oh, like oh a girl that's just trying to yeah, yeah, check yeah. it out. Yeah. She's just adventurous. Yeah. Yeah, they probably... And then, but you, I mean, and then you fall for them and then they're like, uh, you know what? I'm going to... So you know. can a chick still shave her head now these days and like attract other lesbians or is that not... Because now it seems like, you know, you, you have the that. girl from Stranger Things shaving her head. Mm. So, I'll, so you know, or Rose McGowan shaving right. her head. Well, so yeah, like, I mean, it, it's not a sure bet, you know, but it's a pretty good bet. What know? about sleeve tattoos? On a chick. Like, oh, that doesn't mean it anything. It doesn't mean anything yeah, anymore. That means nothing. So really you kinda have to go for the limp biscuit look. Yeah, yeah. You know what I think is really funny is I love when uh men like Michael Moore is a good example of this, mm-hmm. start getting older and look like old lesbians. Like mm-hmm. at what age do men start looking like old lesbians? That happens, yeah. Like, I'm uh, worried about it for me. Do you think it's gonna happen to me? It can happen in the fifties. In the fifties? That's yeah. not even that long from yeah, now. Yeah, the mid to late fifties it can start. What is, what is it? Is it you, you start losing the elasticity in your face. I think so, your yeah. Your testosterone Something levels like drop a bit. <laughs> you start looking just like, yeah, you just start looking like a like an older woman. Like, yeah. I'm thinking like uh, Kyle McLaughlin. You right. look at that guy, it's just yeah. like, that guy could be an older lesbian. He could be, yeah. Very you much know? so. I'm thinking uh, if you s- still shave your head and you have like a spiky haircut, maybe mm. frosted tips. Right. Lesbians <laughs> like that. They love that. <laughs> they do, yeah. They, so they frost like, your tips. They very much enjoyed that in 1998. <laughs> I think they, um, but I think okay. by doing that now, yeah. you're doing a throwback and you're like, this is okay. a symbol to other lesbians that I'm into, you know. Throwback Thursday. Carpet. Yeah. Carpet munching. Uh, go to a carpet store. <laughs> go to a carpet store yeah. with your frosted tips yeah. and your Limp biscuit clothing. Yeah. And you're going to be yeah. a lesbian for sure. You know, it's, I mean, it's a very good question. Uh, and I know that it's a hard thing to do you know because like tinder kind of sucks for that there's not really a good app for that you know and it's like is there a lesbian they, they couple app? up and then they just fucking nest and vanish off the face of the earth you know what i mean yeah and so then, it's yeah. hard to you know it's hard you to go to it. like uh crafting classes yep and then that's it uh-huh it's over feel for the lesbians mm. anyway she said in a great song here called doing your mom it's a very catchy tune. Kind of right. like, uh, they kind of sound like the Down Syndrome version of the BC Boys. Okay. So uh, thank you, Checkpoint, for sending that in. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, frost your tips and start dressing like Limp Bizkit and you'll meet some ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, people, we'll be back next week with episode, uh, what are we on here? Six, uh, 614. Mm-hmm. Till then, take a sleazy. Doing your mom, do it, doing your mom. Doing your mom, do it, doing your mom. Do it, doing your mom. Do it, doing your mom. You know we straight, do it, doing your mom. Do it,
came out your drawers Big Dolly Parton hair like an E's prime queen But her ass was looking good all up in them mom jeans I approached her in the checkout line and said Yo baby, what's up? She had two gallons of milk and I was staring at her jugs Five minutes later she agreed to get with me So we went and rocked the minivan like giggity 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 I was riding your mom, that's Mario Kart I gave a lift back to a crib cause a cow wouldn't stop She invited me in the house and we started banging out again How many times I talked that ass? Over 9,000! Yeah, she called me Pledge cause I knocked the dust off it Later made me a sandwich and she cut the crust off it Cause she knows how I like it and that I'm a little young To be in the bed butt naked doing your mom Time, yes. And every night I tap that She saw me butt naked, now she thinks I'm half black But your mom's the best The super M-I-L-F Cause she loves to toss the salad even though she ain't a chef And I blame it on the al uh, alcohol If I were you, I wouldn't kiss your mom on the mouth at all She likes the donkey part, she likes the Johnny Sanchez Sometimes she even likes to fool around in your bed She likes rough sex with handcuffs And I'll be honest, she likes me to Chris Browner when she acts like Rihanna so therapeutic when I need to hear my restlessness I Mount about your mom's restlessness I didn't want to tell you but I had to write the song Cause I'm in your house every night doing your mom Can't learn this shit at your local slugfest, right? Peace.